This is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. In USA and elsewhere in the world right now, feeling the sting of the deadly COVID-19 virus that some poor, unfortunate, and most probably innocent people in Wuhan, Hubei province, China, are said to have unleashed on the world, there's growing apprehension that what is unknown about the pandemic continues to outpace any true understanding of the virus. Amid latest reports that possibly a lab located just three miles from that wet market where the Chinese Communist Party claims the COVID-19 pandemic originated from bats, that the virus lab may have unleashed the virus is just too horrible to imagine. But there the story is. It appeared yesterday, March 31st in the Washington Times. We'll have more after this. I'm back. Well, if you're within the sound of my voice, you're living at a time when the world as one is increasingly desperate to have some indication of what to expect moving ahead. Daily, the television shows us graphs of where in the world, be it Turin, Italy or New York City, the virus is moving up, claiming victims, or where it has leveled off. Now we're told that China and Korea are moving back to work. So we thought to check in once again with Professor Christopher Balding at the Fulbright Institute in Vietnam, who tracks China action, keeping tabs on leading indicators, including things like air pollution and road traffic and airport and seaport activity, and even shopping mall action. In China, if you want to know what is really going on, trust but verify. The inquisitive Balding, who actually spent extended time in China, practiced exactly that coda day in and day out in his writings before he was politely asked to leave the country. It's a bit slow in returning to normal, Balding said from Saigon. March was a slow climb, with China returning to work, according to our data, at a pace of 60 to 80 percent of normal production. There's nothing going on really at 90 to 100 percent of what it was prior to the COVID-19. What's interesting is that China during the Lunar New Year time, as everybody left to go to their hometown from the job, where they hunkered down for a month with their families, that action dispersed initial transmission of the coronavirus to all corners of China. So, Professor Balding said, as people began returning to work, there was an expectation that these people would go back to places that had corona and to people that had not been exposed or carry back the disease and infect people who had not had it before. Well, perhaps the worst has come true. It's tough to track this disease, but we are hearing that locations and businesses are being closed in Beijing and elsewhere that had reopened for a week or so, but are now shuttered once again, Professor Balding said. China has said that as from April 1st, that be today, they'll be releasing data on numbers of people who are asystematic carriers of the disease, people that test positive, but nothing really happened to them. That said, I don't have many hopes 
and I don't put them up very high that China will release anything that would be considered accurate and credible data, Professor Balding said. Well, recalling the actual story of how China went to lockdown as COVID-19 went pandemic, Christopher Balding said, when China went to lockdown, people discovered that they were security guards at every door. Anybody attempting to enter or exit a building needed to be holding an ID card and have their temperature taken. That practice in one form or another continues. I talked to a source in China that said people are in Beijing are still wearing ID tags to track every movement. So they could tell whether somebody goes to the grocery store, whether they go to the gas station. I mean, they got a lockdown going on where they're monitoring every almost every person that tries to go outside in that population. It's a much stricter lockdown in China right now than what's going on in the United States, Christopher Balding revealed. Concerning the announcement earlier this week that Vietnam, one of the top producers of rice in the world, is ending its export of the Asian staff of life, Professor Balding said famine seems to be something people are expecting as countries are locking down everywhere, not just Southeast Asia, as shipping is drying up. As example, I read one report that said in Holland, because of the shutdown with people staying at home, there are a billion kilos of potatoes backed up unused because people are no longer visiting those popular French fried potato parlors that the Dutch people love. So rice and other commodities are a huge issue in Vietnam, a very agricultural country called the Rice Basket of Asia, where the fear is if we are locking down for a month or two, we need to ensure the ability to feed our own people because we cannot depend on supply chains that we have taken for granted so long, for so many, many years. Professor Balding said, my take is that the situation in China moving ahead will have a bigger impact on the economies that supply its industry there because what China imports are basically raw materials, whether it be iron ore, agricultural products, or some other things. Interestingly, Professor Baldy points out, USA is not one of the bigger exporters in the world to China for the basics of what their industry needs. In fact, the USA shutting down will have massive negative effect on China because of all of a sudden, America that is China's number one export market is not buying Chinese products anymore, including its products that fill Walmarts and other retail outlets with everything from high ticket electronics and other consumer goods, he said. There are reports of infighting going on at the top of the ruling class in China about where this country with a reported $40 trillion of debt should go next. I hear those rumors as well. Christopher Balding said, one of the things that is very interesting is that the Chinese economy has been debt dependent for so long that the country cannot grow in any appreciable manner this year without enormous uplift. So the ongoing debate in Beijing seems to be centered on how much more debt should we pump into the Chinese economy to keep everything going. The truth is that China has maxed out on debt and has little room for more, Christopher Balding said. Well, meantime, Vietnam is sheltering in place. Vietnam is unique, Professor Balding said. As I mentioned earlier, he's based in Saigon. They don't have the mass testing resources of the United States, South Korea, or some others. They monitor carefully travelers, people like that, that might have fever. So even though they haven't done the testing, which certainly is a big issue in USA, they've been very careful. 
It's only been the past few weeks where we've had seen some people coming back from college and other travelers that have brought the virus into Vietnam. But despite everything else, the Vietnamese have done a pretty good job. And although there are a few more COVID-19 cases, they are trying to carry on with some sense of normalcy. Giving credit where credit is due, you can hear the entire Chris Balding interview on the YouTube program War Room Pandemic, Episode 88. That's War Room Pandemic, Episode 88 on YouTube. This is Jeffrey Aaron. A couple of years ago, I had lunch in Frankfurt with uh, a man that really impressed me. His name is Foko Doyen. He uh, at one time was the chief pilot of Lufthansa Cargo, but he gave up that post because he wanted to fly. He loves sitting in the left seat of an MD-11. That's one of the passions he has in life. And the other passion he has is helping other people. We'll have that story in just a minute. Stay tuned. Foco, as it turns out, has dedicated every minute of his life not in the left seat during the past 14 years to the greatest ongoing charity outreach in the history of the air cargo business anywhere on earth. It's called Cargo Human Cares, or CHC. Cargo Human Care, CHC, was founded 13 years ago by employees of Lufthansa Cargo and doctors in Germany with the aim of providing unbureaucratic and ongoing help for the poorest parts of the population in Kenya. Medical care and education are the pillars of its commitment. Today, the organization runs a children's home for 120 orphans, a medical center where 50 German doctors work on a regular basis, and a young people's home that offers vocational training for school levelers of the children's home. Lufthansa Cargo has supported the project right from the start and provides flight tickets for doctors and free transport capacities for medical equipment, among other things. Well, as the world experiences one thing made in China that we could all do without, COVID-19 has caused pain, suffering, and death, as we all know, everywhere. But now in USA, where the spread of the coronavirus is reportedly worse than anywhere else, the land of plenty is indeed just that, as the government is sending the equivalent of 3,400 U.S. dollars to every family of four in the biggest cash giveaway in history. By contrast to Kenya, where the coronavirus disease has also struck and where a great many workers have already been sent home without pay, the pandemic has impacted people's ability to provide the necessities, including food to eat. Quote the Economic consequences of COVID-19 
and the Nairobi shutdown, especially for the people to whom we provide medical care and care in our homes are completely incalculable, said Lufthansa cargo captain, Foko Doyen. Flying Talkers 2020 is brought to you by the people of ATC, simply the best GSSA in the transportation business. ATC today delivers the global airline cargo business the fastest growing, most respected general service and sales organization in the world. ATC Can Do Difference creates for all ideal situations designed by people working together to win. To discover what ATC can bring to your business anywhere in the world, contact HQ at ATC-Aviation.com or take a look and reach out at www.ATC-Aviation.com or you can call at 490-6969-80530. ATC, one world one global air cargo GSSA. What a great effort and what a great captain of the clouds. Doyen landed in Kenya, founded the organization, and it has been a bright light in our business and in our in our firmament when we think about all of the things in air cargo. He's really a great man. Well, now here comes the pandemic. So Captain Foco said, until further notice, Lufthansa is not flying to Nairobi, neither with passengers nor cargo planes. Kenya's school closed a week or so ago. A few days later, according to the government regulations, all children from our Mother Mercy Hospital had to be brought to their relatives. Only 15 children are still in the home and they still have no relatives and no place to go. So of course we're taking care of them, he said. Almost all of our students have also left to go home, but it remains open, the building they go to, uh, as a place to, they can come to if there's an emergency. Our CHC medical center is currently still open, but the team is not fully prepared for the medical treatment of the corona epidemic. Masks, protective clothing, and other test materials are lacking. Our doctor, Dr. Thomas Berger, was still in Nairobi until a few days ago and was able to discuss specific precautions with the medical team before his departure back to Germany as well. It's not a good situation, Foucault declared. People are currently also suffering from the consequences of the locust plague. I mean, if you could believe that. The cattle herds, the most important source of income for the population, is dying. Not because of drought this time, but because of large areas of land that have been literally eaten bare by swarms of locusts. Bishop Quampicha, our partner in Marsabit, has asked for support and has worked out a detailed plan for food to supply more than 8,000 people in several villages. We have decided to provide 15,000 euros, which will ensure the food supply for these people for four weeks. To cargo human care, our most important consideration was and as always is, what can we do for the mostly very poor families of our sponsored children 
from all of the places we're operating here uh, and how, how can we help them. Those families already lack most of everything anyway. In the current situation now, especially for most people, the odd jobs they normally use to keep their heads above water are also no longer possible. So today, 60 euros is enough to provide meals for a family of six for an entire month. Half that amount covers two weeks. We're asking our colleagues and friends around the world in Air Cargo to donate what they can in any amount to Family Aid 2020 via PayPal or through a money transfer using one of our donation accounts. As mentioned, Foco is a true captain of the clouds. You should know, dear listener, he's very, very heroic. I mean, in every sense of those words, except looking for thanks for his effort. He's given up a very cushy job as chief pilot of Lufthansa Cargo to stay in the left seat and fly, which is what he loves to do, until he'll be forced to retire in a few years. Might even be right now. Haven't talked to him in a while. Before that, as mentioned, for the past 13 years of his career, he's worked first as the founder and then in almost every other minute of his life, shepherding every aspect and detail of this greatest air cargo charity. I've thought that one of our air cargo organizations like Tiaka or FIATA or IATA or one of the trade shows should honor Foco. But knowing this great man, he's probably just respectfully asked that instead of a bow tie party, if he could just have the equivalent money to pack up some meals for his children struggling for life in Africa, that would be enough. But you know something? Foko Doyen lifts everybody. He's a truly great, great man. And in these dark times, it's good to think about those things. So it might be a nice thing when you're sitting worried, looking at your family, treasuring every moment you have together, well, as long as you can stand it, might be a good idea to send a small donation to Cargo Human Care. It's on PayPal, it's pretty easy to find, or you could just Google it, it'll come up on your screen. See what you might do to help some people that probably are worse off than you are. Maybe it'll put you in the mood, yeah? Here's a beautiful poem written by Irving Berlin. Uh, he, he wrote the song White Christmas, very famous song, but this is sort of an obscure song. It was in the movie White Christmas, starred Bing Crosby. Well, here's something he said, Crosby, in that movie written by Irving Berlin. When I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep, and I fall asleep counting my blessings. When my bankroll is getting small, I think of when I had none at all, and I fall asleep counting my blessings. I think about a nursery, and I picture curly heads, and one by one I count them. 
as they slumber in their beds. So if you're worried and you can't sleep, count your blessings instead of sheep and you'll fall asleep counting your blessings. And you have an opportunity to take care of some people, as I said at the top, that are worse off than you at Cargo Human Cares. This is Jeffrey Aaron, thanking you for your time. Until next time, keep them flying, air cargo. Be safe and goodbye.